You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Lift your hands and just bless the Lord who is capable. Bless the Lord who is able. Bless him who is able to do all things. The impossibility specialist. Bless him. Lift your voice and bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Father, we bless your name. Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped, oh, why don't you clap your hands and celebrate God, he's worthy of all praise and glory, magnify him, don't stop clapping and celebrating your Father, bless the Lord, oh my soul. All that is within me, bless all in him. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your name for the privilege to be in the garden of the saints. Thank you that we've come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Thank you that the blood is here speaking better things than blood of Abel. We thank you for your word that we are privileged to receive every now and then. But today, we ask for understanding much more. Give us insight, give us revelation. And Lord, impart our spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, just in one minute, I want to lift my right hand and I want to pray this prayer with me. Say in the name of Jesus, none shall die young in this house. Clap your hands and pray for two minutes against death. Pray against death. Rosta Mila Cora, Eparusta Pera Cashena Mara, 
Jesus, in the name of Jesus, clap your hands and pray for one minute. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. It is the will of God that we prosper. Now speak prosperity upon every member of this family. Speak prosperity upon every member of this family. Financial prosperity, health prosperity, advancement in every area. Raise a standard against stagnation. Raise a standard against limitation. In the name of Jesus. In the become of pray. Just a few seconds more, 30 seconds. Clap your hands and decree the prosperity of God's people. The increase of God's people. Jesus Christ say with me Lord you are my distinction one more time finally Lord you are my distinction amen clap hands and have your glory of God hallelujah there's a month of executing the one one what one job agenda hallelujah and there are a couple of teachings that we want to look through as quickly as we can and yet trust God that it will stick and be a blessing. Hallelujah. And uh, one of them is the Holy Spirit and evangelism. So the one job agenda is evangelism. Tell your neighbor evangelism. Now what is evangelism? Evangelism is evangelism. Amen. It simply means that you are communicating the gospel to non-believers you are urging them to believe in Jesus that's evangelism communicating the gospel to unbelievers who are unbelievers those who have not received Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior hallelujah and so any form of communication of the gospel what is the gospel that man sinned but the loving God paid the price that man's sins are wiped away and that man is reconciled to God. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What was in the world? The world was sin. And he gave his only begotten son to save man, bring salvation to man, bring redemption to man. That is the gospel. And so any form of communication that is intended to bring the gospel to unbelievers so that they can believe that is evangelism. Hallelujah. So evangelism is not first telling people about your church, but telling them about Christ. Evangelism is about communicating the person of Christ and the work of Christ. The person of Christ and the work of Christ. For everything we'll do on this earth is about Jesus, the person, and his works. 
Jesus, the person and his work. So we are bringing people to accept Jesus as the savior so they can enjoy his work in their lives. Are you with me? Now, it's important to know that you cannot do this work without the help of God. You cannot do this work without what? The help of God. And what is the help of God? The help of God is not a what, it's a who. The help of God is a who. And who is the who? The Holy Spirit. So I want to say Holy Spirit. And on Thursday, we, we did a little, a little teaching on the Holy Spirit. And that's what we want to dwell on a little bit today. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is God. Amen. The Holy Spirit is who? God. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Give us the book of Matthew chapter number 28. And from the verse number 16, let's see what the scripture says. Glory to Jesus. Amen and amen. Matthew 28, is it there? Okay, what about, good. Uh, give us verse number 18. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Yes, let's go. It says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. So you see the Holy Spirit there. He is called the third person in the Godhead. Not third as in least. That is not it. It's not least. But in terms of God's agenda on earth. In terms of executing God's purpose on earth. In the triune nature of the Godhead. He is the one in charge now. So if you pick your Bible. And you are reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelations. You will see that from the book of Genesis. Let's say to Malachi. You will see very prominent talking about God. God the Father. Is God the Father at work there? That's what you see more. Though you find the Holy Ghost in the narratives. But it's God the Father that is very much pronounced. Then from Matthew. The book of Matthew. Down to Acts of the Apostle chapter 1. To somewhere verse number 11. You see that Jesus is around. Hallelujah. And then from chapter 2 of Acts of the Apostle. Till Christ shall come. The Holy Ghost is the one in charge. So, we, when we say he's the third person in the Godhead, it doesn't mean that he's the least. No. In the God, when we say Godhead, is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And I said on Thursday that the Godhead is a whole teaching that you need to be patient to be taught. Hallelujah. But this morning, let's apply Hebrews 11 verse number 3. By faith we understand. Simple. Praise the name of Jesus. By faith we understand. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus. In the book of Genesis chapter number 1, the Bible says that in the beginning, God, Elohim, created heavens and the earth. And then verse 2, is that, is that showing us the embodiment of the Elohim? Uh, you hear? Hallelujah. It said, and there was darkness upon the earth, and the Spirit of God moved over the waters. And verse 3, the Bible says, and God said... So you see the Holy Spirit brooding. You see God the Father saying. And First John says there are three that bear record in heaven. It talks about God the Father. Talks about the Word. And then talks about the Holy Spirit. Are you here? Praise the name of Jesus. So in eternities before the Word became flesh. 
No, let me not say this. It will take more time. Okay. In eternity before the word became flesh, it was God the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. I was going to make a statement. If I made that statement, some people will go confused. John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was what? The Word. It means before beginning began. For before anything called beginning began, the Word existed. The Word was way there. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. Alright, so we have God the Father, we have God the Son. So it was when the word became flesh. John chapter 1 verse number 14, quickly. John 1 14, quickly. John 1 14, quickly. It says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. It means that the word took upon itself flesh human form praise the name of jesus christ it took upon himself what human form oh the way you're looking at me are you here ask the neighbor is everything okay is everything okay are you are you okay with what is happening here hallelujah to jesus the word took on what form praise the name of jesus in luke chapter number one you just go home read it take your time and read it Amen. An angel appeared to a virgin and said that you shall be found with a child and what shall be found in you shall be of the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. And she said, how shall this be? He said that the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. So when the Holy Ghost, the power of the Most High overshadowed her, then God dropped his seed. God's seed is his word. Oh, time is not there. God's seed is his word. Galatians 3 says that and he talked about Abraham and his seed talking about Christ. 1 Peter 1.23, I hope I'm right. It says that we are born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. So that word there is sperm. Now every child is born when a male, that's a father, puts a seed, a sperm, in the womb of a woman. So the sperm meets the egg. In this case, it was God that put a seed in the woman and the seed of God met with the egg of the woman. There's a research that came out. We're watching a video at home. An archaeologist who found where the blood of Jesus Christ was shared. And took that blood. He didn't know what. He wanted to be sure what blood it was. And took it to the lab. They did some tests on it. And uh, uh, I'll put the video on the church page. So if you want more details, go on the church page and you find it there. Now, it, 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 I can't remember exactly. It's a science that can help me very well. But... I know that, um, uh, uh, how do I explain this? What they found was that simply was that he's still alive. <laughs> All right. And um, 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 you, I'll get a video to you. Just take time and watch it. Amen. But everything proves that unlike, unlike us, where I think that about 23 or so, 23 from chromosomes from the female and 23 from the male. All right. Making it what? 46. Is that not so? In his case, it was 24. The male one was one. And that one was not of human origin. So it's been proven. So if you are still doubting the cross, people are searching to make sure that your senses can accept it. It has been accepted. The blood of Jesus is alive. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. We know whom we are believed. Amen. This born again is not fake. It's real. Are you with me? Oh, Shadaba Katamaya. We're not joking here. Hallelujah to Jesus. Yes. So that is how that the word, the sperm of God 
entered the woman and took a form. So they said the 23 chromosomes is what determined the body structure. And just the one determined that's from the father. That's all. Are you with the will of God? Hallelujah. That's how the word became flesh. So, Jesus Christ said in John chapter 14, when you read down, it says that I will not leave you as a junkers. Amen. That's a Hebrew word. Amen. But he said, I will send for the promise of the father, which is the Holy Spirit. He shall be your helper. He shall be your advocate. Your standby. We'll read the scripture there. But when Jesus ascended, then the Holy Ghost took over fully. But right from Genesis to Malachi, you see the, the three of them, you know, the personalities working together, but pro more pronounced as the Father, the Lord God. All right? In the days of Jesus Christ, you see, you see, you see, you see the, the three personalities working. Why? Because in Matthew chapter 3, when, 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 when John the Baptist was baptizing Jesus Christ. Are you here? Bible says that, and the heavens opened. And then there was the similitude of a dove. So the Holy Ghost is not a dove. He's not a dove. The way he operates and descends is as gentle as a dove. He's not a dove. People have drawn doves to, to mean the Holy Ghost. He's not a dove. That, that, that is idolizing him. But that was, was signifying the gentleness of the Spirit of God. He will never force himself on you if you don't call him. He's very gentle. He's calm. That's the Holy Ghost. He doesn't force himself. He's not a demon. Demons force themselves. The Holy Ghost doesn't force himself. If he speaks to you, one, two, three, don't answer. He'll be quiet. He's like the dove. Doesn't like trouble. Doesn't like stress. Though he's your Lord. So he came. So you see Jesus in the water. The heavens opened and a voice came. The Father speaking and the Holy Ghost. You see the three personalities there. Praise the name of Jesus. So what we are saying is that Jesus Christ came to die for us that we might have access to a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now when it comes to evangelism from scriptures it's very clear that you cannot do the work of the Father without the empowerment of the Father. The Holy Ghost He's not a wind. He's not a, a, a goosebumps. He's not a falling down. He's not a fire. He's not a crying. He's a person. But he's the power of God. When he comes upon a man, the power of God comes upon that person. What the person could not do before, he does now. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. And all through the Old Testament, you see normal men that men look down upon them. But when the Holy Ghost sat on them, they began to do things that beat the imagination of men. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. One of them I can remember is the man called Saul. The one whom God made as provisional king. When they decided that they wanted a king in Israel. The Bible says, and when Samuel poured the oil on him, the Holy Ghost took or came upon him. He came upon him. And when he went to a meeting, prophets were prophesying. He began to prophesy. And he said, ah, is Saul too now a prophet? But before now, he could not do that. But when the Holy Ghost came upon him, now he could do that. There was a man we all know called Samson. Actually, from records, Samson did not have six packs. He, was, he didn't have muscles. He was a simple, unassuming man. But when the power of God comes upon him, he leaves gates. There was a shepherd boy I know about called David. 
way in the in the in the in the in the bush singing to sheep and the bible says god said to samuel i have found a man after my heart go to the house of jesse and anoint me a king praise the name of jesus christ and when the first son of jesse came when samuel saw the height the chest and the six person no this is the king of the lord god said shut up this the, the record of samuel that man was a sharp prophet very sharp but that they got it wrong that's why you cannot just cannot just take any prophetic word like that amen so why did you marry her two prophets confirmed that she is my wife what about you didn't he speak to you hallelujah so are you sure about this guy daddy I was praying and I heard a voice even this prophet and you see they'll mention names of prophets that you know this ones are sound so ah, okay no problem but when you look at it as a pastor you look at it and I say no this thing you see sometimes it is true but the timing is wrong are you with me Hallelujah. So it is true. It is true. No, the, what the man said is true. He said that you'll be going to the US. You, you have a job at the at the UN. It is true. It is true. But timing, no. Timing, no. ASM. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So, so someone got it wrong. And he said, It's come through all the sons of Jesse. There's none that the Lord approved. He says, Is there no other child? It means this guy was not part of the list. He said, Oh, no. Uh -huh. I have one son. Taking care of our business in the bush. So let him come. Till he comes, nobody sits. When the young man goes, say, Aha! That's the boy. He's after my heart. Poil. Shepherd boy. The oil comes upon him. He goes back to his shepherdorial work and he's killing lion and bear. As he was building his CV. And then one day they came the major breakthrough. Hallelujah to Jesus. There stood a man so thick and tall. And this teenager, he galaba, anointed the Holy Ghost was upon him. He looked at him and said, you, you, you foolish, foolish time. I will catch your head. Goliath looked at him. Looked around. Me. Talking. In fact, the disappointment alone destabilized the man's strategy. Because when he looked at the size, and most insulting part was the guy came with catapult. Didn't make sense. But you see, it wasn't about what he had in his hand, but who was on him. The Holy Ghost. The power of God. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So all through scriptures, you see that the Holy Ghost, when he's upon a man, the power of God is upon that person. Glory to God. And so because of that, Jesus Christ, though he gave a command, that going into the water, so Mark 16, Mark, is it 16? Yeah, Mark 16. 16, 16. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. What's wonderful? Okay, give us from verse uh, verse 15. 15. Let's go 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let's go, sir. Continue very fast. Very fast. He that believeth and is baptized. 
Christ shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be condemned or shall be damned. Continue, sir. Hurry up, sir. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. Oh, continue, sir. They shall take up serpents. Don't go and pick one after church. Oh. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That means it's by mistake, not that you by force. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Move on, sir. Move on, sir. So then after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Is it finished? Continue. And they went forth and preach everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs and word wonders. But something happened there before they started moving. Now go to the book of Luke chapter 24 verse 49. Quickly, 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 quickly. Let's hurry up. If it's too fast, you get to, to the podcast and listen to the message. Is it okay? Huh. And behold, I send you the promise of the Father. But tarry ye in Jerusalem until ye be clothed and dewed with power. There is a dress for evangelism. There's every work has its way of dressing. Is that also? Yeah. I don't know about total felicitation. Delete this thing when you are editing. All the ladies wear very tight skirt. Have you noticed? Tight top. They, they, I don't know. And I've watched it totally every time. Then banks. Banks. I don't know if they they, they, they specifically pick very fine sisters. When you see this, like it's like they don't even have hair on their you see. Yeah. And then it's the way they look. Praise God. Every profession and the look, especially the dress. There's a dress you wear. Air hostess. Ah! Those people. I don't know the pilots. This way they talk. All of them talk the same way. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What the wife asked me. I don't know. That's how they all talk. What I'm saying is that every profession has how they dress. Doctors have how they dress. So, the evangelism work has a dress. The dress is power. It says, tarry until you are clothed. You are dressed up in power. It means that if you don't dress up in power, you can't execute the divine agenda. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Somebody is asking, so pastor, so every time I have to wait before I go, that means you must live a life of power. You must live a day life of tarrying before the father to be endured with power from on high. Every time you are wearing your full armor of power and it's the Holy Ghost that dresses you. He comes upon you, embraces you and covers you. So you don't know what you are saying but the person is crying. He said, tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. In Acts chapter 1 verse 6, you shall receive what? Power. After the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Praise the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one upper room somewhere. This is Isaiah's translation. Hallelujah. And there was a rushing mighty wind. Don't worry. It's the same thing. Amen. And it was found upon their head. Tongues of fire. 
they were all filled and began to speak in tongues. And the people that had gathered that day, they said, ah, these people are drunk. And then Peter, people of God, just some few chapters away, brother Peter, brother Peter, one young girl from Sunday school, said, ah, this guy, you look like you are the one that served me and my, my father and my family bread that, at that meeting. Peter says, me. I don't know him from anywhere. What's his name? What are they doing to him? He said, you are part of them. Three times he denied Jesus. Peter. Oh, people of God. But when he tarried and he was endued, check out his sermon. By the time he was, he had not even finished preaching. He said, sir, what shall we do to be saved? Because power had come. When the Holy Ghost comes upon a man, it's not the eloquence of speech. It is the endowment of power that is speaking. So when you shall stand before kings, don't think of what to say. They shall give you a mouth and the wisdom that your enemies will not be able to get saying. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And when you read Acts of the Apostles, the first time Peter preached 3,000, by chapter number 3, he had healed someone at the gate called Beautiful. He created a problem. Hallelujah. And then he had to defend the faith. They realized that no, we need more power. Chapter 4, they went back to the Holy Ghost and he empowered them. So people of God, we can't do the one job agenda without the one power from on high to take the power of God to do this. I was sharing the saints on, on Thursday that this man standing here talking to you like that. I was too shy to even look at somebody's eyes. I couldn't look at people. I couldn't. I was so shy. I couldn't. But one day I was reading my Bible and I saw that ah, even Peter Crow could talk. And I found out what happened to him. And I knelt in my room. I said, Holy Spirit, this thing you did for this brother, can I have some? That when I stand before me, no matter the crowd I stand before, may I look into their eyes and speak the word. If I'm done and I'm shy, no problem. As I began, my first time I preached somewhere, my mouth was shaking because there's something was in my mouth. I was just shaking. I'm talking. Just talking. Then with time, he taught me how to train myself to control myself. If not for Holy Ghost, the way you look at my face when I'm preaching, I'll be able to preach. Do you get my point? There are places you go to preach where you see the face of the audience. If you are not empowered, you'll be confused. Because they look at you. When you crack joke, they will not laugh. You say amen, they will not say amen. If you are not endued, you'll be confused. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost is needed in everything about the kingdom. Whether to win souls or to train the souls or disciple them or in the garden of the saints, you need the Holy Ghost. He's a must. You can't be a Christian without the Holy Ghost upon your life. You'll be a shallow Christian, an unimpactful Christian without the Holy Ghost. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, what, what the Holy Ghost does in you. Number one, the, the Holy Ghost quickens you. All right, write it down. What the Holy Ghost does in you. He quickens you. He quickens you. The Holy Spirit is the one that brings you alive concerning kingdom matters. You know, there are people that some things don't move them. I mean, they are not moved to come for prayer meeting. They're just there. Nothing about the kingdom moves them. But it's the Holy Spirit that 
quickens your mortal bodies to respond to kingdom demands. Oh, we could stand here and preach and tell you that we got to win souls. We must win souls. Go and win souls. We will talk and talk and talk and talk. You will not do it because you are not quickened. It's the Holy Ghost that quickens you to respond to that command. Is that with people of God? Yeah. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. The day you are quickened, you will pack a trotro outside and load the people into church. Until that is seen, you have not been quickened yet. Somebody say, quickening spirit of God. Quicken me. Oh, shout it, quicken me. Some of you, when you have not prayed, you are not moved. You are not quickened. You, you, you. Mm -mm. He quickens you. Peter was dull when it comes to the things of God. But when the Holy Ghost came, he was what? Quickened. Number two, he empowers you. I've mentioned that earlier on. Without divine power, divine work cannot be executed successfully. Hallelujah. And the earlier scriptures confirms that. He empowers you. He empowers you. Praise the name of Jesus. He empowers you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Say, Holy Ghost, empower me. Empower me. Empower me. The first time I pray for the sick and the person got healed there. That day I slept well. I know, see, I only read about it. Laid hands on this person. Let Kupaya be healed now. That person is sweating. I said, wow. You can't do that without him. He empowers you. Praise the name of Jesus. He empowers you for the one job agenda. Hallelujah. Number three, he emboldens you. He gives you confidence and boldness. The Holy Ghost, when he comes upon a man, he brings boldness, boldness, boldness. You can stand before anyone and tell them God's mind without any fear in you because you are emboldened. You are, you are made confident. You are made courageous. Hallelujah to Jesus. How many of you have ever had a presentation and all that you wrote down was right? It was excellent. I went to his time to talk. You were so, you lacked so much confidence that they said your work was not good. But later when you submitted the presentation, you said, ah, but this is very good. Why, why couldn't you talk? I have seen very loud people as soon as give them the microphone. And they don't even know whether the mic, they think the mic should be held this because of lack of boldness. I mean, I've seen a liar who can so lie. You thought it was true until you found out it was not true. The boldness, the audacity. Boldness. Someone said boldness. The Lord has given you a gift to sing and encourage the body. But you are sitting down because you are not bold. You are not bold. You are not bold. Somebody once asked me, say, sir, the way you are bold on the altar, I said, uh, it's not like that. Oh. I've, been, I've been holding this mic before people since 1993 till date I'm still not used to the altar praise God I'll be shaking but you don't know shaking but you see when you are emboldened you know how to when you are shaking you know how to walk nice and style this guy the way he moves with confidence mm -hmm. 
So the boldness helps him to keep certain posture. I went to one place to preach some time ago. Hey, the way they were looking at me. The Holy Ghost, how do we start this thing? The praise and worship professors and lawyers and judges, so they don't dance because the law is too much. You're not dancing. The part that got me sad was the choir sang a very powerful song excellently. <laughs> hey, I pity that choir. I said, hey, This is what you go through every Sunday. They cross their leg. So, before I preach, the, 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 the host came there. We have a great man of God in our midst. He's an anointed man of God. Blah, 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 blah. They were just there. Say, look at me. And that time too, I was in this too. Eh? By the time they called me, I stood there. <laughs> oh, glory to God. For the spirit of boldness. So, when I stood there, I said, glory to God. It's an honor to be here. What a pleasure to stand before great people. It's an honor to speak with you. Wow, it's amazing that the Jesus that we are all following is a young boy. He looked at me. The Lord gave me wisdom. I said something in five minutes. The lawyer stood up and lifted their hands, began to thank God. It's boldness. Boldness. And there are times you stand ready to, to minister. Nobody will move, but God has moved. It's boldness that will keep you consistent. Boldness. 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 Someone say boldness. You lack boldness, you can't even propose. Boldness. Boldness. Just giving gifts, gifts that she should know. She should know what boldness. Someone say boldness. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. There are some nice, nice houses. The friends a signature. Boldness. Let's go in there. Go in there. You see, wear your suit, put on a tie. See, present yourself in such a way that they know that no, this person has something to tell me. I'm not saying boldness, walk a shirt, shorts, no a t-shirt. No, I want to talk to somebody here. No, boldness commands you to appear in a certain way. As we do the one job, let's get to those houses. Let's go. Don't be afraid. Press the bell. Blink. Come on. Hello. I work with a global corporation. And we think that you need our product. What product is that? Can I come in and tell you more about it? Men could you now click them? Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, please, we are from Dominion Chapel International. We are here to tell you about Jesus. Bye-bye. Boldness will allow wisdom to work. And I won't say the man can say. And yet preacher, you started your only other four. There are times you must begin a conversation. We've been taught here. There are going to be more teachings on how to evangelize. Look at Jesus Christ. At the well. In John chapter 4. He sat at the well. And there came a woman. And he requested for water. And the woman says. Ah, Samaritan. You're asking me for water. Say, if you knew he who is asking for water, you would have drawn fast and received living water. I say, eh, I don't want to come back here again, oh boss. So give me some living water. He said, bring your husband. Conversation. Before we knew it, she's an evangelist. 
a conversation. Boldness. Boldness. Oh, I've, I've had my own flaws sometimes when I've met people. I look at the car, look at the phone they're holding. I'm not talking. But what you have is of greater value than that phone and that car that person is driving in. When that person dies, they will park the car. People who didn't work will drive it. But what such as you have, no, it goes you to eternity. It's of greater value. Praise the name of Jesus. So the Holy Spirit award give you what? Boldness. I've seen people who are ministering a song. It shakes. And the song is, but they go off key. By rehearsal, they're not off key. They're on key. But for lack of boldness, they spoil the whole song for everybody. Change the service. Receive boldness by the Holy Ghost now. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, he gives you utterance. That's what the Holy Ghost does in you. He gives you what? Utterance. Utterance. Utterance is not just the ability to speak. It's much more than that. It's the ability, yes, to speak, but speak exactly what God has in his heart. When he comes upon you, he gives you utterance. What the Holy Ghost does through you. Number one, he brings the life of God to people through you. He brings the life of God to people through you. The Holy Spirit does that. Number two, he brings the power of God to bear through you. Amen. What must I do to develop my walk with the Holy Ghost? Number one, don't ignore him. One thing the Holy Ghost cannot stand is ignoring him. Don't ignore him. How many of you have had somebody who passed by didn't greet you? He saw you, pa. Just passed. Like the person intentionally goes into meditation when he sees you. Just ignore. He's passing through the gates you. And pass. Is it, is it painful? Oh, answer. Is it painful? Hallelujah. But all of us have done some before. Several times before. They ask us, I didn't feel like talking. In your mind, you are being free. Nobody likes to be ignored. One thing that hurts the Holy Ghost is to be ignored. You wake up in the morning. Holy Spirit. Do you know that book by Benihin? Good morning, Holy Spirit. It might sound like you are mad, but that's the truth. He's with you. Are you born again? Are you baptized in the Holy Ghost? He's with you. He's with you and in you. Uttering words to him, it doesn't show madness. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for being with me through this time. That's one aspect. Number two, when the word of God comes to you, if you ignore the word, you have ignored the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit walks with the saint by the word of God. So when you ignore God's word, you are ignoring the Holy Spirit. So I'm not even talking about the fact that you feel something. Mm -mm. The fact that the word of God says to you, thou shall not lie. Don't lie. And then you are about to lie. And the word comes, thou shall not lie. It's the Holy Ghost voice. The voice of the spirit is the voice of the word. The spirit of God will never say anything to you that is contrary to the word of God. The Holy Ghost cannot tell you that married woman is your wife. 
wrong. He said, Pastor, I heard God tell me clearly that Mrs. Asari is my wife. The pastor says, so what shall we do now? She's married. No, but God told me and I will wait though it tarries. Hey! Then we have to arrest you because we have to be careful. Perhaps you're about to kill the man. The Holy Spirit will never tell you to disrespect an elderly person. He will never tell you that. No. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is not a spirit of disorder. No. Stop equating disorderliness to the Holy Ghost. He will never speak a word contrary to God's word. He magnifies the word of God. Hallelujah. The language of the Spirit is the word. Are you with me? Do you want to hear the Holy Ghost voice clearly? Study his word. Boom. Your ears will, you will hear clearly. Praise God. So don't ignore the Holy Spirit. Okay? Don't ignore him. One way to develop your fellowship with the Holy Spirit for consistent power to do this one job agenda is yieldedness. You must be yielded to the Holy Spirit. Yieldedness. In other words, let me put it this way. Go home, not even page out. Allow him to be able to carry. Have you, just imagine, I'm telling maybe Roland, Roland, come and lift me. And then I stand like that. If it's very, very strong, no matter how I do, guys, like Josiah says, I don't let you carry me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because his strength there. The Spirit of God is so interesting. Uh, if, oh, this is beautiful. He's so respectful, though you are his product. He's so powerful that he can carry you, but if you are not willing to be carried, just imagine Josiah. Look at his weight. And I saw, oh, Roland, carry Josiah. And Jesus said, I don't let you carry me. Humanly speaking, you go and carry me anyway. It's all called a Holy Ghost like that. Holy Ghost will look at you and then smile and go back. Because there's no weight you are carrying that he cannot carry you. But he respects your will. Hey, why didn't he tell me? Why didn't he tell me? He started telling you. He started ignoring him from the onset. Afia. He had been telling you that today don't go to work. He, he, he grieved. Oh. He's telling you, but you're not yielded. You're not yielded. Now, how do you increase yieldedness? Are, are you writing these things down? We're going to do that quickly in Philippians chapter 2, verse number 13 to 14. Oh, say, Holy Spirit. I declare that I'm yielded to you. Do what you want to do with me. Hallelujah. Now he says that for give, give us the okay. 
Okay, give us verse, verse 11. Let me see verse 11 first. And be sure. Okay, give us verse, verse 12. Verse 12. Amen. Now, it says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Uh, here, Paul is dealing with Ingenimu Christosom. That is when he's there that, you know, I don't recall if I, if pastor sees me, he'll be happy. No, no, no. He says, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trouble. Now, this place is not talking about you working to be accepted before God. That's not it. But this salvation you have received, work it. Let it work. Let it freely move in your life. Do you get the whole idea? So he says, work out your own salvation with fear and what? trembling. Give us verse 13 now. So underline the workout. He now says, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do. Now, give us a new King James quickly. Very fast, very fast. I have four minutes to stop now. For it is God who works in you. So verse number 12 says you work out. Verse 13 says he works in. So you work out so that he can work in. How many of you know workout? Go for exercise. Now, how many of you go for exercise and then you have a way of checking how to pump your muscle to increase? No. You don't, you don't, pump, you don't pump it. Do you get my point? You are doing the push-ups. Yours is that you are working out. But the workout is working in. So very soon, people will now see that, ah, Charlie, now on the one wrap, it will come in one pack inconsistency of workout there's consistency of working work out work in work out work in after three months two packs three packs see when we have six packs they don't like to wear shirts at home no. the intention that oh I just woke up Obwa. He wants to see the product of his workout. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So, when you are working out, God is working in. How do I work out? Now, do you know how we came here? How do I increase yieldedness? You increase yieldedness by working out. As you are working out, he's working in. And increasing your ability to rely on him. So, how do I, what are the dumbbells are you? What are the treadmills? Prayer. Fasting. And the word. Rise to your feet. Wake out. Oh, you don't pray six hours and say, I pray six hours. As you have worked that one out, there's a power that's worked in you. You are yielded to him. Men look at ah, there's something strange about you. We had a very powerful all night on Friday. Oh, Jesus. You know, it's amazing how some of you miss such important moments. Like, on Friday, I'm like, oh, God, how I wish that all the youth of the church are here. It was such a powerful, by 4.10, we're done. 
great grace available here. The Holy Ghost was all in the place working in us. Don't worry. You will soon see the products. Yeah. Something is happening. I, I tell you, in this very year, you will see young people. They will fill this house with people. Don't worry. Don't worry. You know, workout is very hard. Fasting is difficult. To, 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 to leave pleasure and enter the prayer room is difficult. But if only you can enter there. When you start the first five minutes, I say, oh, ram. keep ramming and praying. Keep ramming and praying. Keep being there. A time is going to come. As soon as you sense prayer, you enter. Workout is difficult. But if you want a good shape in the spirit, you must pay the price. This one job agenda, dear saints, we must be empowered. We must work with the Holy Ghost. But we must work out. Lift your two hands. Say, Lord, I receive grace to work out. I receive grace to work out. Thank you, Father. Now begin to pray. Just pray for two minutes. Just pray. Lift your voice, everybody. Everybody, lift your voice. If you can speak in tongues, speak in tongues loud. If you can speak in tongues, just, just thank you. Father, thank you for the word that's come. Thank you. Holy Spirit, I know you are with me. I know you are with me. While you are praying, listen to this. Keep praying. Don't stop praying. The fact that I don't speak in tongues, I don't have the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost. We'll talk about that later. The fact that you don't speak in tongues does not mean you don't have the Holy Ghost. But it's an advantage. As Pastor Richard told us some, some time ago. It's an advantage. You're not left out. Lift your two hands, everybody, to the Holy Spirit. It's to the Holy Spirit. Let's spend just two minutes, two minutes. Oh, Holy Spirit staring us and you work with you. Ramana Kosi Pranda Ferena Sonimen of Melocodemena. Mala Sika Lebrano Sopreto Ferena Moloka Lebala Titemini. Atimini Mikopanda Sabelope Brasso de Bella. Everyone that's speaking tongues, don't be quiet. Lift your voice loud and pray in the spirit. Holy 
It's like a generator on the inside where you begin to stain your spirit man. There is a flow of the spirit where you begin to pray in tongues. You, you connect to that flow. I know you are weak in your body. You might be weak in your inward man, but you begin to pray in tongues. And there's a connection to the river power of God. And on that great day, he shouted and said, Is anyone thirsty? Let him come to me and drink. For out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. For this is speak of the Holy Spirit who had not yet been given because he had not yet been glorified. I Before you enter the place of prayer, you were timid, but by the time you come out, you were emboldened, and the same mountain that threatened you, you look at it casting out. Lift up two hands to your Father of glory. Apecoso, epacoso, 
asking for help. Just ask him in your own way. Just ask the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. I want a revival in my prayer walk. A revival in my Christian life. Because I want to be a soul winner with great grace. <laughs> Oh, one more minute, just pray, just pray the spirit. Bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.